All right, welcome back to episode 46 of Dad Static. All right, it's good to be back. It's been a while. Um, sorry, I took a little bit of a break. I uh, a lot of stuff going on, family stuff. My wife had a little little uh, outpatient surgery. She's doing much better. Had a few other things on. Had a, um, a near-death experience, which, um, heck, even when I was over serving in the Middle East, uh, back in the early 2000s with a couple of close calls here and there. It was nothing like the one I had just a couple of weeks ago. I uh, nearly died in a Prius. Yep, driving a Prius uh, from work, driving it home, dark, watching out for deer, paying attention to what I was doing, thankfully, um, but going up a hill and somebody at night in the dark passes on a double line, coming straight at me um so i had about uh i guess one tenth of a second to make a decision so i went to the ditch and luckily the guy coming straight on at me um kept coming and i went to the ditch and he didn't hit me um thankfully he didn't decide to go to the ditch at the same time i didn't go all the way down in it thankfully there was enough space on the side of the road i could take the entire Prius off into the tall grass and luckily there was no road sign there you know I got back on the road before I hit that but uh, probably going about 60 miles an hour um, when I took it to the ditch and luckily I didn't go all the way in and kind of came back out no damage but uh, nearly died in a Prius I, I can't think of a less cool way to die for a 51 year old dad than in a Prius it's just not the coolest way to go out, but uh, it nearly happened. That would have been in my obituary. I would have made sure of that, or I would hope my kids would have put that in there that my dad died in a Prius because uh, not the cool way to go. But, um, uh, boy, it kind of woke me up. I uh, I called my wife real quick and the kids on the way home, and um, they're like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, oh, you know, I'm good. I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I, um, I did die, but... Um, just one of those it would be cool if you got you know somebody hits you with a an 18 wheeler and you know that would know and and i'm driving a cool car but that's one thing or maybe just riding a bicycle you know i'm out exercising or whatever but in a prius and not so much but anyway i survived it and um just a lot of things going on you know you definitely one of those moments to reflect and kind of to uh, appreciate what you got, there's a lot of crazy things going out there. But you gotta, you gotta love your family. You gotta, you don't have to agree with everything with your family and your close, your good friends. Um, but you need to appreciate what you got because uh, that was a dang close call, um, and to go out in a very not so cool way, not the way I would ever predicted that I would. Of all the cars I could pick to die in, it would not be a Prius. Would be the last probably. Or pretty pretty dang close to it. So um, I kind of, when I was younger, I always thought if I was going to go out in a car wreck, I would want to be driving like a Suzuki Samurai little SUV. That would be cool. At least you can say Suzuki Samurai in my obituary um, would be cool. Um, but anyway, I survived it. Um, life is good. My wife's healing up. Um, kids are doing well. Uh, still a lot of craziness going on out there. A lot of craziness going on. Driving down the road today, I noticed that I was watching how many cars 
had the blue and yellow Ukrainian flag sticker on the back of it. And it was just blown away just thinking like, nobody even thought about the Ukraine. You know, it's like going, hey, we love you, Estonia. Well, this is Ukraine, one of the most corrupt countries in Eastern Europe and has been. The, the guy who was in charge over there was pretty much handpicked by the United States over the last, I think, during the Obama administration. It's essentially a place where our president of the United States' son has been involved in business dealings. There is corruption going on over there. And again last night, our Congress voted to send $40 billion in aid to the Ukraine. For what? We have no idea. Are they, is it going to be listed out in the, in the spreadsheet so we can see exactly how that money is being spent? Because that money is coming out of our pocketbooks through inflation. It's coming out through taxes. And everybody's so excited. Not, well, not everybody, but there's so many people jumped on the bandwagon. The same people that fell for all the tricks of the COVID and the pandemic. The COVID. The COVID. COVID in the pandemic, that so much of that was concocted by our government and the NIH and the WHO and all these different big far, oh, it's just been, it was just a mess. So that goes away. We throw Ukraine out there to get our attention off. This is where Hunter Biden had been working. They had been, it's essentially a money laundering scheme, I think, over there. And I feel terrible for the civilians. I don't think they know anything about it. They're not involved. They're the ones that suffer for it. So what is going on over there? Is it To me, is it just a distraction? How do we keep sending $40 billion? How many, billion, how many hundreds of billions of dollars have we sent over there? And the border is still completely porous on the, our southern border. It's just allowing people to just roll in. And our media just jumps on board like Ukraine is the most, we've got to save this country. It's the most important country in the world. Yeah, I'm not saying Putin's a good dude necessarily. You've done a lot of bad things. But what are we doing? Can we try to get to the bottom of it? If you're watching the news on regular TV, you're not getting the truth. That's a bunch of junk. It's all garbage. If you don't know this now, somebody needs to slap you upside the head and go, hey, you need to pay attention. You need to wake some folks up. Oh, my gosh. I just I stumbled across a blog, and, and I've read a lot of this stuff before, but I saw this blog, and it really was just more or less... Um, it's a, I forget the name of the blog. It's it's a modern survival blog. I've never read it before, but it was I was looking up the mega corporations that are controlling and shaping you, and what really made me think of it is that I was I was listening to a podcast about how a lot of these conservative governors, um, uh, you know, Republican governors in a lot of these states that you think, oh yeah, they're they're pro uh, freedom and liberty and all this, but a lot of them aren't. Like uh, Asa Hutchinson, for instance, in Arkansas, he's Republican. Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, used to work under Trump as a press secretary, is running for the governor. I don't know to take him on or not, or I'm not sure exactly if he's still running it. But um, Arkansas, he, he, all these things, he's conservative. He's all about families. He's not. You know why? Because he's like a puppet on a string from Walmart, Tyson Foods, and J.B. Hunt. These are all mega companies stationed, not stationed, but um, headquartered in Arkansas. 
And then you got um, my own home state, Brian Kemp, governor of Georgia. Um, many big industries here. Coca-Cola is here. Uh, Chick-fil-A, I don't know the level of influence. I assume some. Chick-fil-A is one reason. That they're the ones that helped bring the Hollywood industry here to Georgia in a, in a large part. Uh, Chick-fil-A, you got um, uh, this Hollywood period. I mean, they, how many times would they threaten to leave if we don't go along with whatever woke narrative they've gotten? So a lot of these people who say they're all about liberty and freedom and they say they're conservative, don't get too excited. Many of these people are sold out. They've been bought out by these big corporations. And I was listening to something about the mayor of South, I mean, the governor of South Dakota, Christy, um, I can't remember her last name, uh, Nome, I think. Her last name was Nome. And um, I thought she was this big conservative, all about family, liberty, against all these lockdowns and stuff. How about this? Some of the biggest health companies, the big as far as health and uh, just health in general, I don't know if that would mean like, you know, companies like, um, I don't know, Anthem or Blue Cross Blue Shield, whoever it may be. We got these big companies like that. A lot of those big companies along those lines are in South Dakota. And guess who they control? Exactly. The governor of South Dakota. So she's not all about freedom and liberty and, you know, family and all this stuff. No, 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 no. Now, most people are, conservatives are, and many Democrats are. Many, many Democrats want freedom and liberty. Just be left alone. Let me live my life. Don't mess around with me with these all these crazy different regulations and lockdowns. They're trying to ruin us and break everybody. But yet, it goes on. So if you're all excited that you're going to have some red wave and all these conservatives, remember, a lot of these conservatives, these Republicans... And these Democrats are all in the same bed together getting paid by these big corporations. And they're just puppets on strings. Now, about this blog I was telling you about, uh, the, I just want to read it to you real quick. Um, just a little bit of it. It's very interesting. And I kind of knew some of this, but I think it's, it's neat to just to, just to look at it. It really is about, this is a blog called, it, was, it came out last year. Uh, 20 mega corporations are controlling, you, controlling and shaping you. And, you know, I know this in a way, but it was nice to hear it, uh, you know, just about, um, you know, states like Arkansas that are controlled by these big corporations. They're not really leaders that are trying to, all these, there's a small amount of elite leaders in our country controlling everything for the masses. And we've got to stop this. And the media is a part of that as well. I'm going to just go over some of the, he, this guy that did this blog, his name was Ken Jay on on this block, uh, block site, 10 mega corporations and their interwoven supply chains control the output of almost everything you buy. Here's those 10 mega corporations, Kraft, Coca-Cola, PepsiCo, General Mills, Kellogg's, Mars, Unilever, Johnson & Johnson, Procter & Gamble, and Nestle. Okay, those are your 10 mega corporations that control so much of the products you see. Uh, and there, there's so many tentacles that come off of them. 90% of the media is now controlled by just six companies. Listen to this. 90% of the media, 90% of the media is controlled by six companies, which is you know, close to a monopoly when you think about this. In 1983, 90% of the media was controlled by 50 companies. That means there was actual competition to actually put out real news and real stories instead of colluding together to make up stuff so they could all make money off. Uh, Big Pharma. 
Um, so it's just it is uh, mind-boggling. And these, uh, let me just tell you, those uh, those six uh, mega media companies are GE, News Corp, Disney, Viacom, Time Warner, and CBS. And I'll tell you a little bit. I think a little further down that tells you, uh, yeah, what are part when this was consolidated the. Um, the actual some names of some um, television shows or networks that fall underneath these six mega companies. Uh, say, for instance, General Electric. Um, now that one, General Electric, is uh, notable properties under them would be Comcast, NBC, Universal Pictures, Focus Features, News Corp, Fox, Wall Street Journal, New York Post, Disney. Probably more familiar with a lot of these. ABC, NBC, I'm sorry, ABC, ESPN, Pixar, Miramax, Marvel Studios, Viacom, MTV, Nick Jr., BET, uh, CMT, uh, Paramount Pictures, Time Warner, CNN, HBO, Time, Warner Brothers, CBS, Showtime, Smithsonian Channel, NFL.com, Jeopardy, 60 Minutes. So it doesn't go into too detail on all the, obviously, where it breaks down, but when you look at, say, NBC, think about how many different channels are uh, off of, spawned off of NBC. Uh, Universal Pictures, you know, is a huge movie-making company. Um, Wall Street Journal, Fox, think about Fox. You think Fox is, uh, if you've got a conservative uh, uh, part of you in you, you think Fox is all for it? No, they're not. They're not. They might throw some bones at you a little bit. Uh, New York Post, um... And Disney, of course. If you if you're a sports fan and you haven't noticed how ESPN has turned more political than they are sports, uh, then you're certainly blind. Um, uh, Paramount Pictures under Viacom, Nick Jr. Everything under Nickelodeon, all of that. Uh, MTV is just turned into a, tr- a dumpster fire like with the with the programming they have on there. Of course, you know what CNN is under Time Warner. Um, uh, people don't want to hear that crap, but yet the, our media makes it seem like people want to hear. The lies, the places like the CNN say, the, the other major news networks. It's just, it's unbelievable. And also, here's another thing. How about this one? Um, 37 top banks have merged, um, have turned into four mega banks in just over two decades. 37 top banks have turned into four mega banks in a little over two decades, while the nation's 10 largest financial institutions hold 54% of your financial assets. So the four mega banks are J.P. Morgan Chase, Bank of America, Citigroup, and Wells Fargo. And um, it, there's an infographic in here if you click on uh, some of these companies. I say Kraft or Coca-Cola and Nestle. Um, but the, the things that are underneath those on their little family tree is just its amazing how many of the daily products you use all come from these. It is just these companies, when they become this powerful and this controlling, there's too few people and too few companies that are controlling distribution channels and that's what we're dealing with right now so many of us are controlled by so few and that is not not a good thing i don't know if you noticed it but um you know talk about this 40 billion dollars that we're sending over uh, to the ukraine we're sending to the ukraine um gas prices are going through the roof diesel certainly has hit an all-time high i think regular gas has too and now we have a we have you know food shortages. Have you noticed we have a little one who still drinks like some baby formula, toddler formula stuff. Uh, we can't hardly find it. 
luckily she's almost off of it completely so we're not that desperate for it but if you've gone to your grocery store and you had a baby or a little one or granddaughter grandson you would notice that the baby formula aisle is almost completely empty there's very very few things on it but no one seems to be talking about that it's not even in the news it's not even in the news does our news just not care about kids you think that'd be one of the first things people would say because people could come together what can we do to get it and get it for the people who need it the most? Not one thing on the news. Not one thing. Not one thing about it on the news. But yeah, we're giving that $40 billion over to Ukraine. Wide open borders. Let people come in here. Wide open borders. Borders aren't anything like that in Canada or other places trying to come over here at all. They just let people come up through South America. Stuff from South America to Central America all the way up to the Mexican border. And we just sit idly by and do it. And we have babies that are struggling. Mamas and families struggling to get baby formula. And not a peep about it on the news. It's always so. Every, the gas prices are going up. Somebody else's fault. Everything is somebody else's fault. Guys, uh, when I said 90% of the, of the media is controlled by six mega companies. That means things like my little tiny little podcast and other bigger podcasts and other podcasts and some independent news sources, you need to go seek them out. You need to go seek them out. Because these big conglomerates, these mega companies, they're controlling your every move you make, what you purchase, what you think about one country in Eastern Europe that in the past has been very corrupt. But yet we're all supposed to drop everything and start supporting them. We have so many people suffering. What is it? Uh, ages 20 or was it 21 to 49? Leading cause of death last year was what? Overdose on fentanyl, opioids. Suicide rates gone through the roof. Military suicide rates gone through the roof. They're kicking people out of the military for not getting vaccines. I read something yesterday. Did you know the people, and this is at least the Air Force, the people who were about to retire or were essentially on their way out within that year, they gave them exemptions. You know why? They knew they were getting out anyway. But nobody that was still trying to make a career of it, that still had a lot of time left, none of them got exemptions. None of them. They did not allow anyone who was still trying to continue their career in the Air Force, at least, to continue it if they wouldn't get the vaccine. Does that make any sense? Is that a health thing? Of course it's not health. Let me, let, me, let me say that one more time. Think about that. I'm just thinking about it. The people in the Air Force that had less than a year left, they were allowing them not to get the vaccine, to be exempt. But the ones who had more time and they were continuing to re-up to stay in the Air Force, they would not let them do it. They would not get the exemption. They were forcing them out of the Air Force. What does that tell you about whether or not it was for health or not? It obviously is not for health, if that was their uh, reasoning behind that. So they were never going to give exemptions for anybody, at least in the Air Force, except for the ones who were on their way out, because they didn't care about them. They're leaving anyway. Their careers are over in the Air Force. The ones who wanted to continue their careers, so many of these people, brave people who wanted to stay in, but yet had convictions about it. A vaccine that had been proven to have no, I mean, zero need for only any any of these soldiers. 
uh, these airmen and air and women. Zero. They had no reason. Way more danger for them to take it than it was to to, uh, to skip it. They're going to get sick. It's for the elderly. These clowns in charge of this have already admitted it was for the frail and the elderly and the sickly. But yet we're still forcing it? Still forcing it on government employees across this country? And our media is involved talking about it? The CDC that we just trust so much... CDC is the one who covered up the ancient, uh, the Agent Orange issue from Vietnam. All the veterans who were dying from cancer and all different uh, anomalies, all kinds of crazy stuff because of Agent Orange. They had birth defects in their children. The CDC tried to help cover that up in the early '80s, and these people were trying to get the money they deserve for it. The CDC was covering it up so they didn't have to pay it. FDA is the one who helped continue to get opioids in here so it wouldn't have to go to the people who really needed it that were older or end of life, which is what it's for. They allowed it to be given to everybody with any aches or pains and therefore the the pandemic. But the epidemic we have with opioids and fentanyl, the FDA allowed it to happen. Also, CDC, if I'm not mistaken, was the one who pushed the, the Tuskegee experiment. What, for four decades, five decades? Uh, on black males in Alabama. Syphilis experiment. Look it up. Now they gave all these people syphilis. They lied to them. Lied to them over and over again. The CDC was involved. So if you want to sit back and say you can trust the CDC and the FDA, you're horribly, horribly wrong. They're tiding with the government and they're going to do what the government tells them to do. So go out Find some independent sources. You can start with me. That's fine. I'm not far from perfect. Go out and listen to some, uh, maybe some more well-known podcasters. People who are getting real people who have real truth. I don't gain anything from this at all. I just want a few people to hear the truth. And you're not getting it from anything on mainstream. These are all massive conglomerates that control everything. And they're all involved. They're all colluded with politicians. Politicians such as Republicans and Democrats. They're all in this together to make money. And if you're a conservative and you think your governor is going to light the way and is going to change things when the midterms come along, think again. Because nothing's going to change. Because so many of you need to get rid of so many of these Democratic and Republican governors. We need independents, who people who are actually going to think and actually believe in liberty and freedom and what we all stand for, to be left alone. And go out and work hard to make a living, love our families, not to be mandated a bunch of garbage to make money for a pro- for a for-profit company, mandated to take an experimental drug, so a for-profit company can make billions of dollars and line the pockets of politicians. That's what we're dealing with right now. I've spoken long enough. Uh, it's good to be back. I'm hoping to have a couple of interviews coming up soon uh, with some folks. Um, I hope to share those when I can this next week or so. But uh, go out there and find the truth. Seek out some podcasts. Don't listen to your mainstream media. It's all garbage. And if you're reading your local newspaper, if it's just a general local newspaper, all all the articles in there are essentially taken from the AP and the UPI. They're all owned by these same conglomerates. All of them are. If you see some individual stories, just think, just so you know, anything about health, about COVID, about anything, health and human services, 
from the federal government, the Health and Human Services, has been giving money to all local jurisdictions when it comes to this. So much of what they're spewing out is the same lies that the federal government is spewing out. So don't listen to them. It is all lies. Oh, by the way, if you know someone that's pregnant, do not take the COVID vaccine. They said all this time that it was safe for pregnancy or planning on getting pregnant or fetuses. They lied. They had no idea, and now it's proven that it's very, very dangerous. They had no data, but they said that it was safe. So don't listen. If the government's telling you to do something like that, and they're, just to put it this way, they're trying to give you a gift card to get a vaccine, I think I'd run the other direction. God bless you all. Have a wonderful evening, and talk to you soon. Gator 3-6 out.